Good morning, church family. How are you this beautiful Sunday morning? Great to see you. If you're new with us, welcome to Desert Breeze. You're going to experience something a little bit different out of the norm. I will explain that to you in just a moment. But first, some really good news. Um, we are changing our precautionary measures. And so both Saturday, or excuse me, both Sunday services, we do strongly encourage masks, but we're not going to require them. And so, yeah. Um, that doesn't mean we don't believe COVID is a real thing. Uh, we just uh, think it's appropriate right now to do that. So we would ask you to, you know, uh, if, if masks is your thing, then you go ahead and wear it. And we'd ask the rest of you who don't think masks are necessary to respect those that wear them and to love on them. And uh, in all we do, we don't want masks or anything else, social distancing and all those precautions that we are maintaining to keep us from worshiping God together and from loving our brothers and sisters, right? So let's uh, do that. Now, we do have a population of our church that uh, are coming to church because we have been requiring masks, because they're at high risk or whatever reason they have. We love them too. And so on Saturday night, our Saturday night service, we will require masks as as well as our other precautionary measures. So again, it's all about love. Jesus tells us that they'll know you are my disciples by your love for one another. So Let's just love one another and all that, okay? So thank you, Lord, that we get to uh, worship you here uh, with whatever we got to do. So thank you for that. We appreciate it. So today is a, uh, a morning of, of worship music and really pouring out our hearts to God, not only in worship, but in prayer. And so we're going to have five topics that we have uh, our elders and their wives and other people coming up here and and praying through some certain things like praying for our nation right now, praying for our leaders, uh, local and national, uh, praying for our church, praying for racial, racial reconciliation, and praying for us all that we would just love God more and love others more because there is no greater need right now than our love for one another and really kind of lifting God up that other people might be drawn to him and uh, in unity uh, because we are so divided as a nation and even as a church in some ways. And so we just desperately need this time. And, and what I want to encourage you is, is that although we're going to be praying up here, God wants to hear from you. So we're going to have some moments of silence, and God wants to hear from you. You cry out to him in, in those moments of silence, and, and you, we, we all agree with one another in, in these prayers that we're going to share. But also sometimes that causes division and unity is our differences with one another. And so we've got communion stations back there uh, at the back of the uh, sanctuary right up against the sound booth. And uh, at any time during the service that you want to go up and take communion, and um, just remember what Christ did for you and, you know, that he, he uh, his broken body and his shed blood and uh, and just deal with that. And uh, and there's, a, there's actually an insert in your uh, bulletin that you could read and reflect on what communion is all about. But that's for you to self-serve and please throw away your own cup and stuff like that. Don't leave it on the table up there. But uh, this is uh, this is a really important day and of prayer and worship. So. I'm excited about it. I hope you're excited about it. And uh, again, God wants to hear from us. And more, more importantly, we need to hear from him in our own hearts. So give yourself to that, okay? Why don't you stand and we'll begin our worship time. There were walls. There were walls between us. By the cross, you came and broke them down. You broke them down. There were chains around us. By your grace, we are no longer bound. No longer bound. You called me out in the grave. You called me. Greater, your love is stronger, your love will win. 
Praise God. You guys can have a seat. Good morning. Welcome to Linger Prayer Weekend. This morning, we're going to start off by praying for a national spiritual awakening. I'll begin with the reading of scripture that is pertinent to our prayer topic this morning. 2 Chronicles 7.14 If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. And then Daniel 9 Verses 18 through 19 reads, O my God, incline your ear and hear. Open your eyes and see our desolations in the city that is called by your name. For we do not present our pleas before you because of our righteousness, but because of your great mercy. O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, pay attention and act. Delay not for your own sake. Oh my God, because your city and your people are called by your name. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful morning. Thank you for the opportunity to come into your throne room of grace, which you say that we can boldly approach. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for making a way for us. We want you to be lifted up this morning. We want you to get all the praise and all the glory. We invite your presence, your Holy Spirit, this morning to flow through here, to blow through here like a mighty wind. Fill your people with your presence, your sons and your daughters, this morning. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to intercede for our community and for our family and for our friends, for our government. Thank you, Lord. Father in heaven, we pray in agreement for a national spiritual awakening in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, please revive your church in the United States, starting here at Desert Breeze Community Church, and then awaken our nation to how great and glorious you are, Jesus. Pour out your Holy Spirit on America and forgive our sin and heal our land of COVID-19 virus. We pray that millions of Americans will be convicted by the Holy Spirit, repent of their sins, and turn to the Lord with all their hearts. We pray that complacent Christians would wake up and nominal Christians would get saved. We pray that your church, Jesus, would reflect your beauty and glory so that hard-to-reach people would be attracted to you and your church. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing our prayers. In your name we pray. Amen.
Praise the Lord, ye heavens adore him. Praise an angels in the high. Sun and moon rejoice before him. Praise him all, ye stars of light. Praise the Lord, for he has spoken. Worlds is mighty voice obey Laws which never shall be broken For their guidance he hath made All creation, all creation Join the song of praise Let every tongue declare his mighty we will sing of your goodness and mercy all of our days. Praise the Lord, for He is glorious. Never shall His promise fail. God hath made the saints victorious. Sin and death shall not prevail. All creation join the song of grace. Let every tongue declare his mighty ways. We will sing of your goodness and mercy. pray for our local and national government leaders, our police officers, and the upcoming election. Romans 13.1 says, everybody must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God, and those in position of authority have been placed there by God. And then Titus 3.1 and 2 says, remind believers to submit to the government and its officers. They should be obedient, 
always ready to do what is good, not slander anybody, avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle with humility to everyone. I'd like to ask you to um, bow your heads as we pray for our nation. Father God, thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for all the authority you've placed in our lives for our good. We lift our country up to you, Lord. We intercede for all the leaders of this country and all the leaders of our state and ask that you would help them. Give them wisdom and discernment and courage to make the tough decisions. May they govern with integrity, justice, and mercy. May the leaders of our country and state be godly people who seek to follow your ways. And thank you, Lord, for police officers and soldiers you've given to help us. I also pray for them, Lord, that you would give them wisdom and courage as they perform their duties. And please place a hedge of protection around them, Lord, as they do so. I also pray for the people of this nation and the upcoming election. I pray that all would humbly seek your guidance as they go to the polls. Our country needs you, Lord. We need you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now for a moment of silence. strength within the sorrow There's beauty in our tears And you meet us in our mourning With a love that casts out fear You are working in our waiting
our wisdom reconciliation and for life to be valued and protected through all stages beginning at conception. Romans 10, 12 through 13. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Join me in prayer. Father, you do not desire division or partiality. Heal our nation of racism and use the church to effectively stand against racial conflict, violence, and prejudice. Give the church the heart to stand up for what is right in your eyes and to lead the way in racial 
reconciliation by modeling love and respect for every person, regardless of the color of their skin, their ethnic background, or their views. O oh, Father, convict us by your Holy Spirit for our failings in this area. Give us strength to change our ways. In Galatians 3.28, the Apostle Paul reminded us, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no female or male, for all believers are one in Christ Jesus. And in Acts 10, 9 through 48, Peter's eyes were opened by the Holy Spirit to the work you were doing in the Gentiles. And he acknowledged, truly, I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, everyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. John takes our action to task, saying in 1 John 2, 9, whoever says he is the light, has, uh, is in the light and hates his brother is in the darkness. And James takes on our thoughts in James 2, 9, saying, but if you show partiality, you are continuing committing to sin, you are committing sin. But Father, you've told us what it will be like in your presence through the Apostle John's words in Revelation 7, 9. I looked and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out in a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. In Psalm 139, 13 through 16. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. So we continue to pray for the second part. We pray that you break the culture of death in America and restore the culture of life. Bring an end to legalized abortion in our country and throughout the world. Move on our judges and in our courts and in the hearts of our legislatures, legislators and align them with your ways. Let their consciences be pricked by what you wrote on the heart of every man and woman that it is wrong to take human life. Father, you made each of us in your image. Let us see the value you place on every person, so much so that you gave up your own son, that they may have life. Father, change our hearts. Jeremiah rec recorded in uh, 1 5, the, and uh, you, Father, said to him, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Proverbs 24.11 instructs us to rescue those who are being taken away to death and hold back those who are stumbling to slaughter. Father, let us individually, corporately, and nationally see life as a gift from you to be honored, respected, and protected. Amen. In the following silent moments, uh, reflect on what you have heard prayed and call out to God with us.
Okay, we're going to pray for this church and all the churches in the area that we would be actively trying to fill, fulfill the Great Commission. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we pray for our church, Desert Breeze Community Church, and all the local churches to take the Great Commission seriously and to reach out to the lost and suffering around us. Your word says in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Lord, as we read through your word, we see that your people have lived in deserts, in tents, suffered through centuries of slavery, been through wars, been conquered, and dealt with disease. We know that some of your people spent their time grumbling while others responded. We're going through a time of testing in our community, our country, and around the globe. The pandemic has grown old fast, 
and we are displeased with the sacrifices it entails. Some have lost their jobs and are wondering how to make rent. We are also living in a country that is divided politically. But Lord, may it not be said of us that we are so preoccupied with ourselves that we've missed your call on our lives to love and care for people in selfless service. Please, by the power of your Holy Spirit, convict us of sin. Fill us with grace and mercy. Help those who serve with us in the valley to be steadfast, immovable, and always abounding in the work you have given us. Lord, help us to fulfill the great commission your Son gave us. Matthew 28, 18. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Heavenly Father, please help us to lead the lost to you that they might have a genuine faith in your Son and be with us forever in heaven. Please give us the wisdom to clearly teach your word that we can help your flock grow in truth and love. Give us the strength and courage to go into the world and share our faith. Lord, strengthen and bless our elders and give them wisdom. Lord, bless our pastors and staff So many in ministry grow tired from compassion fatigue, carrying the sadness and pain of those going through trials. Lord, please help them to pass those burdens onto you. Lift them up when they are weary. Give them your love and your strength. Heavenly Father, please bless our small groups. Now, this is a time of social distancing and That's pretty much the opposite of what we wanted for small groups. We want to draw closer. Please help us to be able to draw closer and find great ways that uh, we can come together. Father, please bless our men's and women's ministries. Please give them the creative ideas they need and ways to grow people in faith. Please bless our children's ministry. As we get ready to restart this ministry and have people meet together again, Please bless and protect the workers and leaders. Thank you for our new rooms and equipment, Lord, and the many people that uh, graciously gave that we could put this together. May we use them for your glory. Father, please bless our youth ministry. Oh, what a world we're living in right now, Father. May your truth be taught in a way that would resonate with them and equip them to live in today's world. Father, please bless Calvary Community Church, Northwest Community Church, Palmcroft Church, Desert Hills Bible Church, the Northwest Chinese Baptist Church, and so many that are in the area, Lord, that that, Lord, just bless them when they're outreach. Guide them in their paths. Show them the way you want them to go. Give them strength. Please help them to create disciples. And may their outreach grow as we jointly try to fulfill the great commission that you've given us. Lord, as the pandemic goes on and some of us grow more and more tired of it, please give us your strength. Help us to give of our time, our talents, and our treasures in spite of our tiredness. Lord, may you be glorified by our work. May people see our love and selflessness And know that we're Christians by our love, by our actions. Father, when we grow tired of carrying our cross, please help us to reflect on the fact that your son, Jesus Christ, grew tired of carrying his cross. But when he fell down, he got back up again. Lord, may we do the same. Please help us to recall the last words of the Great Commission, which clearly state, that we're not alone and relying on our own strength. You said, behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Thank you for that. And if we fall down, Lord, please be our Simon of Cyrene. Please pick us back up and let us move on. Okay, as we just reflect for a moment, think and ask God to talk into your hearts, please take a moment and ask God to lay people on your hearts that you can reach out to. 
Perhaps there's a friend that you haven't seen here for a while that just needs to be called and let people know that we still care. Or perhaps it's somebody that's sick and suffering and needs you to come in and hold their hand and just let them talk. Or somebody going through financial hardships. Maybe we need to step in and help them out. Or a friend who's alone. Or someone God wants you to share your faith with. Lord, whatever it may be, during this time, please lay it on our hearts that we'd know what you want us to do. and We'd be able to serve you.
Good morning. As it says on the screen behind me, we'll be praying for an increased love for our God and an increased love for others. My wife's going to share a few scriptures and then I'm going to pray. 1 John 4, 18 and 19 tells us that there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. John 13, 34, 35 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Let's pray. Father, I confess, I find it hard to love others like you loved us. As a matter of fact, Lord, I, I confess that in my flesh it's almost impossible, that I find it so easy to love those who love me and to find myself loving those people so that they would love me. Lord, your love isn't selfish like that. It's sacrificial. In Romans 5, 8, Lord, you begin by telling us exactly what your love looks like. It says you demonstrated your love for us, that you died for us when we're still sinners and sinning against you. And yet you didn't hold it against us, Lord, but you came and died for us and gave yourself for us, that you might reunite us to you, Lord, that you would bridge the gap between us and your Father in heaven. And then, Lord, you tell us to do that across the horizontal plane to others, not when people are worthy of our love, but supernaturally dispensing by the power of your Holy Spirit that gracious, unconditional love towards others that have offended us and hurt us. Matthew 5, as you're talking, Lord, red letter stuff in your word. You said not to love those who love you because anybody can do it. And just before that, you said, Lord, to, to bless those who curse you and pray for those who are against you and persecuting you. Help us to do that, Lord. Lord, help us to see full spectrum of your love in the context of Romans 5.8. Lord, there's an array of ways in which your loving kindness leads us to repentance. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the quintessential verse about love, first it challenges us not to do things like speak with the tongues of angels or prophecy or be puffed with knowledge, it says to do that and not be loving is simply a resounding gong, a clanging cymbal. But you tell us, Lord, to be patient with those who have tested our patience when they don't deserve our patience, because that's how you are with us. Lord, you tell us to be kind when we've experienced wrath and unkindness. You tell us to not look at others and, and be envious of what they have and what we have not, or what they can do and we cannot. Help us not be boastful when we have reason to boast, Lord, but only make our boast when it's in you and the good things that you're doing in us and through us that people might see, not to exalt ourselves, not to be proud, Lord, never to, to insist in our own way when actually our way has reason. We're to not seek our own, not to become angry. Lord, help us like you, Lord. You say we don't keep records of wrong, but your love covers a multitude of sins. And you put our records of wrong as far as the east is from the west. Lord, you don't delight in evil. You rejoice in truth. You always protect and trust even when we don't deserve it. Help us, Lord. Lord, we know that the kind of love that never fails is the kind of love that leads us to repentance, that calls us back into you, 
We know that that love's capacity is directly linked to our understanding of how much we needed to be forgiven and of our sinful nature. When the woman of ill repute sat at your feet and the Pharisees stood around and sat around telling Jesus to send her off, she poured out all that she had of value, what she could have used to survive in the days ahead upon your feet and expressed her love for you. And you said, Lord, she who's been forgiven much loves much. You tell us, Lord, that when we can't be loving, it's because we don't understand how much we needed your forgiveness. Lord, please remove the log of unforgiveness in our own eyes when we see those who have specks in theirs that we think should be judged and pointed out. Help us realize, Lord, that the opposite of forgiveness is not unforgiveness. It's judgment because that's what you did when you removed the judgment from us. You forgave us and loved us with forgiveness. This is the kind of love that doesn't return evil for evil but gives a blessing instead. This is the kind of love that truly overcomes evil with good. Help us, Lord, to love others like that. Help us to fathom the love that you poured out upon us, yet while we were still sinners. Lord, we pray that our love for you would grow. And as it does grow in capacity, as we fathom the need for our forgiveness, we would be able to love others just like you love us. We pray this in the name of your son, Jesus, that you would be glorified in all that we say and do across this horizontal plane, that people would see you in us and they would hear you in our words. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We thank you, God, that all those who confess and believe are saved. We thank you for your mercy, for the gift of your son, Jesus. We love you, and it's in your name. Together we say amen.
Please stand. Let's celebrate the amazing love, the amazing grace, the mercy of our Father, Jesus Christ, together. Let's end and praise him. Who breaks? Who breaks the power of sin and darkness? Whose love is mighty and so much stronger? The King of glory, the King above all kings. Who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder and leaves us breathless in all? Praise God, Desert Breeze. It's good to see you all. Have a good week.